This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, pet friends, and welcome to Best Bets for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern, and today I'm going to talk with a guest that you probably already know, and he has something fantastic for your pet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Michelle Fern here, host of Best Bets for Pets. I have a great audiobook for you. Heartwarming, insightful, and often laugh out loud funny. W. Bruce Cameron's A Dog's Purpose audiobook is not only the emotional and hilarious story of a dog's many lives, but also a dog's eye commentary on human relationships and the unbreakable bonds between man and man's best friend. And don't miss the next in the series, A Dog's Courage, coming this May from Macmillan Audio. Order them wherever audiobooks are sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. My special guest today is Dr. Jeff. He's the host of our very popular and our only live show, Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And he has something new called AirVet. Welcome, Dr. Jeff. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm always excited to talk to you. Now, for people that might not know you, I don't know who. I mean, you're known as Doc Hollywood. I know very you're very humble about that. You've been a practicing vet in the Southern California area for how many years now? I'm about to finish my 37th year. Oh my god. So so when did you start like you were two or something? I, was, I, wish, <laughs> I wish. Yeah. So yeah, 1984. And uh so in next month. So um let's take back a little bit. Oh God, maybe four years ago, um, I would always lament um, over a number of things. And one of the things that, that I started doing, I, it, just came, it was just natural for me. I never thought it was an issue. It started actually gaining popularity in the human side. And we call it, in fact, I didn't have a name for it. It was just me. And we called it concierge medicine. What is concierge medicine? That is basically having access to your doctor basically 24-7. And many doctors were getting very fed up with the insurance, I'm, I'm talking about the human side, and the scheduling and, and how they were getting compensated. And you know, it used to be great to be a doctor. And now doctors are miserable because of having to put up with all the garbage on the insurance side. And many of the doctors, mostly internists and family practitioners, were saying, you know what, this is not what I went to school for. This is not, you're getting actually rewarded, not for quality, but for quantity. And you get so little compensation for some of the things that you spent so many years studying, and they were getting frustrated. So they decided to go as concierge. So they, what they do is they would charge a, a fee, an annual fee. And for that, their patients would have access to their phones, their email. They would have these very nice offices. They can be available pretty much 24-7. And they were, again, now being rewarded for their quality of work, not the quantity of work. And 
I have been not knowing there was a name for it concierge my entire career. So way back, I mean, we're talking way back. This is all people medicine, right? Yes, all people medicine. So here I am as a young veterinarian, realizing just the benefit that people, yes, our hours may be, you know, eight or 8.30 or nine to six or seven, but you can't tell a dog or a cat, okay, you can only get sick during those hours. I do not want you getting sick any other time. And so for mom over and dad over there, you can never have a question at 8 p.m. when you notice something, okay? You have to always wait, you know, these are our hours. That's insane. That's not real. So I was the idiot that way back in the time of pagers, and I would give my clients my pager number and they would call me whatever they needed to. And a few things I've learned from this. And now, of course, it's cell phone, though, though I still have a pager. I don't tell anybody, but I still have a pager. And that is that when it came to emergencies, most emergencies, and I'm talking 85 to 90% of emergencies are not. And if a client, if a pet parent had somebody to talk to and share that information with a doctor, then they would probably not panic and go to emergency. And what, when you, have you ever called your vet hospital after hours? What do you hear? Hi, thank you for calling XYZ Animal Hospital. Our office is closed. If you have an emergency, go to so-and-so emergency. Exactly. Well, you're, you're in the car. You don't know it's not an emergency. You're panicked because the dog vomited twice, right? And you're not taking any chances. So you're in the car. You get to the emergency clinic and emergency clinics are not what they used to be. Let me just say that. I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm not. Uh, all I can tell you is this. What emergency clinics used to be was a bunch of local vets got together they used either one of their facilities or they rented something that was there during the day, but available at night and set up a little emergency clinic. And the job of that doctor that they all hired was what we call triage. I'm going to get you through the night so you can go back to your vet in the morning. That is, that's a dinosaur. Now it, emergency clinics are part of specialty clinics. And when you go there, unless they're really ethical, I do not know an emergency clinic is going to look at that problem and say, I know, Mrs. Smith, that looks pretty bad. And I know I'm sure you're scared by it, but it's nothing. Go home, enjoy the night, see Dr. Smith in the morning, right? Right. And it's usually just to look. It's just to go in and just have them see anything. It's $400. Oh, I know. The average first night at an emergency clinic here in LA is $1,000. Well, this isn't even to stay. It's just to work. I, I, I know. And, and what's, what's crazy is that many of these clinics are part of specialty clinics, so they have resident internship programs. Who are the interns? Interns are new graduates. They just graduated in May or June. They're nervous. They don't know anything really yet. They're going to learn so much in their first few years of practice, so they don't want to miss anything. So what do they do? They are testing for everything, things that don't even need to be tested for because, heaven forbid, they miss something and all for that non-emergency. So it drove me nuts. It just bothered me that veterinarians were not enjoying their practice. They weren't making enough money. They're the cream of the crop, so hard to get into vet school. And it's, it, they can barely pay back their student loans. And when I asked them, I said, what do you do for emergencies? They told me what they do. I said, how are you complaining? You are sending your clients to somebody else, right? Who doesn't have that same feeling, that same connection. Your clients don't want to go there. You're sending them because your nighttime emergency line told them to go there. They would much rather have you. So why not be available? Have somebody be available. So me with a, another group, actually it was a, a friend of mine who used to have a rescue here in LA. He moved to Austin, Texas. He started the, the number one microchip company called Save This Life, my friend Chance White. And he and I and another friend of his got together and we created an entity we called Live DVM. 
And it was very basically what we have today at AirVet, but it was too rough around the edges. We knew what we wanted. We knew how to service our pet parents. We just didn't know really how to go about doing it the right way. And, um, and my son, who is an entrepreneur, who is you know, a business guy, who's also a tech guy, he's had a couple of tech companies in the past, and he's listening to what we're doing. He gets it. He grew up with a dad who's a veterinarian. He's a, guy, he's a pet parent himself. And he, there were more things we were doing wrong than doing right including the name live DVM. He goes, dad, nobody knows what a DVM is. I know because yes, I'm the yes. son of one. So one night and Chance was fighting. This is a very cute story. Chance is out. We're talking to him on the phone and he's uh, out with a bunch of people. We can hear it. So Brandon says, where are you right now? Because I'm at a, a restaurant with some friends. He goes, oh, really? He says, give your friend next to you the phone. So Chance, okay, here's one. He goes, hi, my name is Brandon. What's a DVM? They went around the <laughs> table. Not one of them knew what a DVM was. Was it a department of voter? No, that's DMV. They had no idea. So Brandon finally says, okay, Chance, now you get it. So, so uh, we became AirVet. Uh, we created a new business entity because we couldn't mix what Chance was doing with Save This Life, which is hugely successful. And we, they had to be separate entities. And um, so AirVet was born. Brandon was able to fix all the things that we wanted to do. And he got a, a, one of his former investors loved the pet world, sees what's going on in the pet world. Do you know that, that they, they just did a Pew report, Morgan Stanley, that by the, by the end of 2030, pet business is going to be $300 billion business. I believe it. It's crazy. So a lot of the big investors, a lot of these private equity firms, they want to get into the pet world. Look what's happening with aggregators and consolidators and, and, and sales. The values of vet hospitals is going up. Food. I mean, look what's going online. Look at Chewy. Look at 800 pet meds. Everybody is booming right now, especially because of the pandemic. So we needed to uh, get this thing started. And this investor was so excited. He was our basically our created our seed round, which means we just got that first amount of money to really get started. And we have built AirVet to the largest platform in the industry. And what makes us so interesting is that we are a blend. We are um, sort of a hybrid of setting up telemedicine for a practice and also setting up telemedicine for consumers. And what worries me is that a lot of our, when you look at the demographics of pet parenting, pet ownership, the fastest growing segment are millennials, the largest segment are millennials, and the number one spending are millennials. Do you realize that we just did a, a report that the seeing veterinarian as your first go-to went down from 2018 to 2020? It was going up. It was going up, 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 up. We, we were veterinary medicine was doing great. And now it's going down again. Why? Because you know what's going up? Online. Online, exactly. And so what's happening is, so many, including the vast majority of millennials especially, will actually go online before even attempting to call their veterinarian. I believe it. And now, as my chief veterinary officer of AirVet, and having taken close to 3,000 calls since we are working with hospitals, we are signing up hospitals to incorporate AirVet into their clinics to give their clients, their pet parents, 24-7 coverage to learn that 90% of the time you do not have to go to emergency. This is all live video chat, and you can request appointments with your own veterinarian. If you're nervous or you don't have a veterinarian, you can what's called start a video call. When you start a video call, you will be in touch online within one to three minutes with a live veterinarian. 
And what makes the practices happy that are on, our, on the AirVet platform is that if your vet is not available, but your vet is on the AirVet platform, which is how you heard about us and why you signed up, then so you say, okay, if you start a schedule or virtual visit, you want to talk to your vet, but your vet's not available. So then the call goes out to the AirVet space and will connect you with the vet within one to three minutes. Interestingly, it will not connect you with a vet within 50 miles of your primary practice because we don't want poaching. We don't want you. And I, I take a lot of calls. And now, interestingly, when I get a call from Los Angeles and I say, so where do you live? Where are you calling from? Oh, LA. Oh, really? What's the first thing I know? I know that their vet, if they have one, is not on the air vet network. Because if they were, I would not have gotten that call because I'm, I'm within 50 miles. Do you know how many of those clients now are my clients? I can imagine. <laughs> so, so, that's an excellent point, though, on both sides, for lack of better words, the buying and selling point from the view of the pet parent and from the view of the vet. Um, you know, and I love it. I think the idea is great. I don't know of a pet parent. I can't even think of anyone that's never had a late night emergency, oh. had something and either had to wait, you know, till morning or, you know, tried to look up online. What do I do? And it's frightening. And then I want to ask you about when you were doing with this about when do you know whether to, to what to do and when to go to the emergency room? Ah, that's, uh, that's a great question. So first of all, it's just to, to finish up at AirVet. So what we've accomplished is great. Where if you go on to, this is what I love, and I got to boast about a little bit. If you go on to say, for example, the app store, you're assuming you're imagining there must be something there. You put in pet telemedicine. AirVet comes up, number one, we have close to 5,000 five-star reviews. Now, interesting that our closest competitor, closest, um, has 265 four-star reviews. And no of the other competitors out there, the many companies, even break 100. They're not even close. Two, five, seven, 35. No one except for that one breaks, breaks 100. They have 265. We have almost 5,000. So it just shows you. And when I, because I get so many virtual visits requests from people that don't have, an, uh, don't have veterinarians at all, I go, how'd you hear about us? Other, we just went one line. I had, I had two this morning. And one oh, was, I just put in virtual emergency vet. That's all they put in the, in the search bar on Google. And up comes AirVet. And what's also great is that we have, we're now incorporating what we call a PIMS system, which is a patient information medical um, uh, data. So we can actually access basic information. So while I'm on the call with you, for, say, for example, Michelle, you called me and we are talking about your pet. And you tell me who your vet is. If they're on PIMS, and we, they usually are, then I can, we can tap into all the major software programs, EasyVet, Cornerstone, Impromed, Avamark, that vets are using, and I can get your basic data. I can tell your last blood result, the vaccine history. So it's so important to know that stuff for me to better advise you. And then to answer to your question, how do I know as, a, as an air vet vet or someone taking a call from a total stranger? So- I've had this happen before, and I've um, thankfully only had to make one trip to the emergency night room, and it was the scariest thing. And you and I actually had a show on it, vestibular old dog disease. Right, right. But how do you know when it's something just, you know, rule of thumb? I mean, how do you know when it's emergency, emergency, or ah, I could probably wait or call you? I mean, just the extremes. 
most the most extreme don't call just find the hospital i mean obviously if your dog's injured correct bleeding so that's anything, one of that's but- a great one so if you have a dog that, that was just hit by a car or in a terrible fight large gaping wounds major blood you're right get in the car go to emergency now a deep-chested dog and the symptoms are he's vomiting, he's dry heaving, nothing's coming out, he's getting very depressed, and his belly is just getting so big, it's like he's pregnant. That's a gastric bloat, that's a torsion. Get in the car, go to emergency, that's a medical emergency. But is a broken bone that's not puncturing through the skin, is that a medical emergency? No. Now, it might be painful. We may have to send you for some pain medication. So the beautiful thing about doing telemedicine where you're doing virtual visits with live video is the first thing to say, let me see the dog. And you can have a little button on the top. It turns the camera around. And I have this dog going, <laughs> you know, so I am not worried about this dog. This dog is, it may have a problem. It may have been vomiting. It may be limping, but it's not an emergency. That can wait and see your vet in the morning. So a skin problem, a rash, an eye. Now, again, it depends on the eye. Let's take a classic eye problem that you get as an emergency. Have you ever heard of cherry eye? A cherry eye. I've heard of, I've seen cloudy eye before, but not cherry eye. Uh, a cherry eye is is there's a, a third eyelid we have called the nictitans, and there's a gland inside that third eyelid. And sometimes that gland will get so inflamed, almost like a tonsil tissue, and it will get huge and it will evert. So you see this big pink, where they call it a cherry eye, glob round thing right in the inside corner. People freak. Guess what? Not even remotely an emergency. So that's just a cherry eye. So that can certainly wait till the morning and see your regular doctor. When it comes to needing medication, Veterinary medicine has a disadvantage over human medicine when it comes to things like prescribing, diagnosing, et cetera. We have to have what's called, most states require a VCPR, veterinary client-patient relationship. And the only way to establish a VCPR is through a hands-on exam. In human medicine, with human telemedicine, they can establish a relationship online, virtually. We cannot. You have to have that hands-on exam. And in order to maintain it, It has to be maintained once every 12 months now with COVID. Some states like California made it every 18 months. So I am somewhat limited as to what I can recommend, suggest. I cannot call the the pharmacy for you and call in a prescription unless I deem it to be somewhat of an emergency. And then I know it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Hey, everyone, we're going to be right back with more from Dr. Jeff. Stay tuned right after this message. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here, your host on Best Buds for Pets and Catitude. Ben and Jerry's has frozen treats for dogs. Yum! Whoop out loud, right? I know Nikki is going to love this. He loves a frozen treat. They have two different flavors. One is Punch's Mix, which is peanut butter and pretzel. And the other one is Rosie's Batch, which is pumpkin and mini cookies. You know... I kind of like both of those flavors too, but my absolute favorite is fish food. Anything Ben and Jerry's is always fabulous because the quality is so good and their mixes are so delicious. Be sure to check out more about these frozen dog desserts as well as pictures of all the caniners at the Ben and Jerry's Vermont office at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check, a nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EasyPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Dr. Jeff about AirVet, and you were just telling us about prescribing medicine, that it's more difficult for telemedicine for vets. I think that's going to change, though. With the pet industry becoming so large, I think the consumers, the pet parents going to insist on that. I think it's going to change. I agree totally, but right now it's very, it's challenging. So we have to deem it an emergency. And, you know, I, I tell sometimes I tell people and maybe bending a little rule, depending on what we're talking about, like I, I can never prescribe something that's controlled, the controlled substance. That's out of the question. We're talking an antibiotic for a skin infection. We're talking maybe an eye irritation, a salve that we can rub on a wound that we can do, but it's got to be. So when I get a caller and now with the pandemic, it's been happening is they say, no, doc, I called my office. They can't see me till April. Well, to me, that's unacceptable. And I will fight it tooth and nail. Because um, it's one thing if they could say, yes, I can get in tomorrow. I'm going to say, all right, tomorrow, just kind of rinse the eye out with a warm water and then, and then see your vet first thing in the morning, then that's okay. But if they tell me they can't see, I cannot, as a veterinarian who took an oath to relieve animal suffering, I cannot wait, have them wait until, until April to get into a vet. And for people that are listening at whatever other time you're listening, that's like another four weeks or so, I yes. would leave the vet. I would change Because vets. so many vets are doing curbside the wrong way. And that's another beautiful thing about AirVet. When you're doing curbside, do you want to sit in a car, twiddling your thumb, when the, the nurse or the tech comes out, takes the dog from the car, the cat from the car, goes inside and says, okay, we'll take a look and we'll, we'll come back when we're done with the exam. You don't want that. You have so many questions. They should have questions for you because the history, when you're trying to make a diagnosis, the most important thing are the physical exam and the history. How are you going to get a, a real-time history when you're sitting in the car and you have a tech running back and forth? That's not a good history. But with AirVet, the owner, the pet parent, when they pull up, they can go online, say, we're here, okay? And they can then start the video call by just pressing a button on the phone. The doctor gets the alert. And when he is in the room or she's in the room with your pet, they go ahead and accept the call, the request. Now you're talking. They put the phone right on the table. They prop it up in a little stand. And you now, Michelle, are in the car, but you are really in the exam room. Physically, you're in the car, but you're right there. You're talking. You see what we're doing. You can see working on your on your cat, whatever the case may be. And we're asking you, Michelle, when did this happen? What happened? Tell me what he did last night. That's all part of the exam. That's necessary. And you can do it with AirVet. And would that be in tides to, like, say I called AirVet the night before and they said, you know, it's nothing so urgent. It's this, this, and this. I'm a, so I go to my vet the next day. Now, would that call, would there be history in AirVet? Oh, absolutely. Every single call. And this is why people say, well, go, why don't I just use FaceTime? I didn't know FaceTime records every single video and records every single chat and every single voice. They don't, but we do. AirVet records everything. It becomes part of the medical record. In fact, when I get an, a call, I can do a summary of the call. And if you have your, if your primary vet is on the AirVet platform, they will get a copy in the morning. So when they get in the morning, they get to work. They say, oh my God, Dr. Warbert talked to Michelle and about her pet. And here's what he recommended. So now the doctor kind of has an idea of what needs to be done. And um, it's a whopping 30 bucks for the call. 
I have a question, and I don't even know if you know this, but I'm just curious. How many vets would you are on AirVet? What percentage of the veterinary population? And we're in the U.S., so yeah. I know it's hard to gauge. And plus, you all, you mostly have small animal, and there's all kinds of veterinarians right. for large animal for you know. Right now, we're doing small, right, small animal, but we are we are signing up exotics. We're signing up equine, so we can then direct those calls to the correct veterinarian. We have about 4,500 vets on the platform right now. So which is why we can literally almost guarantee that you will be your call will be answered by a real live veterinarian within one to three minutes, because there's someone around the country that is going to be available to take that call. And but we also recommend for veterinarians who are on the platform, how many rechecks could they do could be done on virtually. And the question is about 50-60%. So why would you have someone come in, fight city traffic, sit in your waiting room, or now because COVID not, when you could easily have done this virtually online, the, the follow-up? I'm, I, of course, if stitches have to be taken out, if the ear has to be looked at, I, yes, you need that. But sometimes it's just a matter of after a surgery, you, you, you want to follow up and make sure everything's okay. You want to make sure the incision looks good. You want to make sure the pet's doing well. You want to check the teeth. You can do that online, virtually, and save your client time and money, save you time. Because you know what the average... Air vet call is about six and a half minutes. When you book even a recheck appointment, you're booking 15 minutes probably, or if not more. So what? that's a bunch of waste of time. So we recommend for air vet doctors whose hospitals are on the air vet network, why don't you take an hour at one point of the day and just do your rechecks one after another, after another, after another. And you can do, you can do 10 rechecks in the time it would take you to do two rechecks if they came in into the office. Okay. And that's rechecks, right? Right. Recheck exams. I'm hearing rejects. <laughs> oh, no. Recheck. Recheck exams. So, and then, and then also for full exams, uh, a lot of times you find out that if you take the air vet call first, much of the history and the suggestions are now taken away, which means that I can now have you come in. If I still see, I want to see your pet after a call. All right. And I'm your vet. So I took the call. You did requested the virtual visit. I got it. I can say, you know what now, Michelle, tomorrow morning, I want you to drop Bowser off. And just for a, I'm going to do all the things we're talking about. I want to get a little blood test. I want to get a urinalysis. Again, I save you time. I save money. And for me, it's a lot easier time. And then instead of having these clients, especially now with the pandemic, having to, to wait two or three weeks to get in, because I'm only seeing 10 a day instead of 20 or 30 a day, I can now go back to seeing more patients that really need me. So it's a win, 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 win across the board. I think it's great. I know the pet population is booming. And, you know, during the pandemic, it increased. There were so many, you know, the rescues and everything, all of that went up. And it's, I think it's, like you said, it's growing and it's growing. And I think AirVet is where it's at. I think you're going to have me twos that are not going to even come close very soon. How does someone go and sign up for AirVet? So uh, very easy. You can go on to Google Play or the App Store. And we're by, by the way, we're going to be able to sign up on the web soon too to have what's called a web app. But right now, you go into Apple Store, you go into Google Play. It's free to join, and you go to AirVet. You want to do the blue one? One says AirVet Doctor. That's the one the veterinarians sign up with. But you go to AirVet. It's pretty blue, and it says AirVet. Fill in the information. It's important to have a primary for the reason is that if you don't have a primary doc and you skip that spot then you'll only have an option of scheduling. I'm not scheduling. Start an air vet call. It'll start an immediate call with a veterinarian somewhere in the US. But if you have something that's probably not an emergency, but you need to pick someone's brain, hopefully your veterinarian is on the platform. When you sign up, you're going to ask for your primary vet. If you find it there, there's a good chance they're on the platform. Maybe they're not. 
And if you see their vet isn't there, because after you saw, you put in the veterinary hospital, then it's going to show the veterinarians you want to pick your favorite vet or the one that you see the most. Now, if not, what I tell people to do now until their vet does get smart enough to join, if you put in Jeff's, J-F-F apostrophe S, it should autofill Jeff's telehospital. Then you can actually have me as your primary virtual vet. So that way in the future, if you need something, you can schedule a virtual visit with me and I can take the call and direct you. I can't, I may not be able to make a diagnosis. I may not be able to, to prescribe, but I can at least direct you almost like I do on my radio show here on Pet Life Radio. I give you information. I give you enough info. I give you advice to at least help you get through the current issue. And um, then if your veterinarian does finally get smart enough to become part of the network, we can easily switch your doctors and your primary hospital to whatever your hospital is. But I recommend people tell your vets about AirVet because that's how they're going to get on the platform. It's good for them. It's good for you. And most importantly, it's good for the pet. Okay. And what's the price? So the, the cost of a call right now is $30. What a lot of our air vet vets do is that if the call turns into an exam anyway, for example, um, my, the difference in my cost between a full exam and what we call a recheck exam is 25 bucks. Okay. So if uh, let's say I saw you virtually, I decided, even though I saw you, I still need to see it. I want to took out. I'm thinking it's this. I just want to make sure, or I want you to come into a blood test. Then I will charge you a recheck because the exam was pretty much already done. It was done virtually. So I'm just going to charge it a recheck. So now your 30 bucks when you did the call comes down to five. So, and it's really for peace of mind. That's nothing. Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. In all this talking, something else came to mind. You know, there's so a lot of new pet parents out there, especially, you know, coming, we're still in the pandemic, but hopefully near the end, it is really difficult right. to find a veterinarian and people are moving or they're new pet parents. Do you think at some point AirVet will have something where they can talk to a vet or, you know, what to look out for rather than go to Google and just look at, you know, people's messages, whatever. I just went through this trying to look for a vet because I moved maybe, maybe 20 miles, but I live in a hot climate. I don't want to have to drive, you know, half an hour in warm weather if my dog is an emergency. And I went through two different vets and they were terrible and I wasted even, it was horrible. Um, yeah, absolutely. We're um, already in the process of identifying when we get callers that came to us on their own search because they didn't have a vet or they didn't have an air vet vet. And they were frustrated because they wanted a veterinarian that has this option of virtual visits and 24-7 pet care, concierge care. Uh, we will be able to direct them if we have a veterinarian on the platform in their area within a reasonable distance, within five, 10 miles, we will be able to refer them to that doctor. Absolutely. I think you're air vet and you're at the top of the mountain and it's going to stay that way for a long time. And I think there's going to be me twos that pop up that aren't even going to come close. It is such a great service because I've had pets for more years than I want to say, because then I can say my age, but I've had pets over 20 years. And now I have, I have more than I've ever had, like six. And I just went through a lot with my older dog who passed in last year in August. And I know that there's always things that come up. Always. There's always emergencies. And it's not like 
you know, a person that could say, hey, I have this, I have that. And like, you know, the services, the availability of something to correct, you know, the emergency hospitals, they're rare, and they're not always what you expect. And they're a fortune and they're a letdown. So AirVet is just such a great service, such a wonderful service to have. You know, we call it, you know, it is AirVet. We are telemedicine, telehealth, but we like to call us connected care. And that's what we do. We connect pet parents and their pets with veterinarians and it's 24 seven. And that's exactly the peace of mind. And you mentioned that already too. It's, we call it all the time. I have so many clients on AirVet. I'm, I've never met them personally. And they'll write back to me that, you know, we can chat each other. Every case that started is good for 72 hours. Because sometimes you don't remember all the questions when you're, you're in the middle of that panic situation, you're talking to an AirVet vet and you go, oh my God, I forgot to ask her. I, he's told me to do so-and-so, but I don't know how many days should I do that? You have 72 hours, three days. You just go back on the app. You click on now an, an option that's going to say open cases. Your case is open. No more money. It's still part of the same 30 bucks. And you can send a chat to the doc who then can call you back, either chat you back or call you back virtually on the video call. And it makes so much sense. And clients love it. And pretty soon, by the way, what we're working on, Michelle, which I know will make a lot of people even happier, is a very, very reasonable monthly fee, subscription fee, unlimited calls. And we're talking maybe $10, $12 a month. And you can't beat that. Now, is there a fee to just to just sign up if you don't have a call? Yeah, you know, the si- signing up is free. I, I, we always tell people when when a, when a hospital becomes an AirVet hospital, the first thing they do is they send out two things. They do they send out a notice to all their clients about AirVet, how easy it is to sign up, and they can go online and we have a little tutorial how to sign up. And then they change their after hours message instead of saying hi. If you have an emergency, go on to your AirVet app. And you'll be talking to one of our, we become, we like to say we become an extension of the practice. We become part of that practice. We, we're not going to be close. We cannot take their business away. We are trying to actually keep the business within the practice if we can, avoid spending thousands of dollars at an emergency when it wasn't necessary. But if it is an emergency, we make sure that you have an emergency. When vets sign up, they, they let us know what emergency clinic they usually recommend. So we'll have that data. So this strange veterinarian who doesn't know you at all knows now your name and your pet because that's what shows up on the top of his or her screen. I answer the phone. I go, hey, Michelle, how's, how's everything with Bowser? I mean, I, I know exactly. And then I could say, oh, I see you go to so-and-so animal hospital. Well, I know that they recommend, you know, XYZ emergency. So I think, you know what, I'd feel more comfortable. And or I can say, you know what, I'm not sure. Give this another hour. You can always go back online, go to open cases, hit me back. And if, let me say, if, if you try X, Y, Z, this might change. And if it does, you're good to go. You can see your doctor in the morning. Otherwise, I may want to, I may just to be safe, I may want you to go to that emergency clinic. It's a wonderful service. It's such a great service. I get so much feedback from clients. It's unbelievable. They love it. They think I'm their new best friend. I love it. I, the only thing I could see as a, as a challenge is something that AirVet has no control over, and it's the medication issue. Right. And that's that's nothing you could do anything about. That's just how the regulations are. It's not us. It's state board. In fact, this, Michelle, the president of the Association of State Boards is on our board at AirVet. He knows and he gets it. And I think, as you mentioned already, I think the rules will start to change. I think there will be limitations on what we could prescribe. But for you know things that are going to be safe no matter what, I think that we are going to be given the green light. It's just a matter of time. Pressure by the American Vet Med Association. And the liaison, her name is Dr. Lori Teller, who not only is the 
a liaison at the American Vet Med Association between Connected Care, Telemedicine, Telehealth, and the AVMA is also, she's the only, she teaches the only course in the entire United States on telemedicine to veterinary students, and it's at Texas A&M University. She too is on our board. So uh, we know we really wanted to get the right people to help us. And that's, I think, how we've been able to develop the, the most comprehensive, all-encompassing telemedicine platform for our pets and you as pet parents. I think it's fabulous. So everybody can download the app, AirVet. As I said, either on Google Play or on Apple Store and the App Store. And pretty soon, as I said, there'll be a web app version that you just go onto the web and just connect connection right away because there's no charge for the actual to download the app. And why not have it ready to go? For sure. A lot of times I'll take someone and, and I want to see it. They call me, even my own clients that haven't signed up yet. And I say, you know, I, I can't really help you. You know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. A video is worth 10,000 words. There's no way, even the best of us cannot describe accurately what you're seeing when it comes to a cough or a gag or a limp or a, a scratch or a head tilt. You got to see it. The veterinarian needs to see it. And that's how we make our decisions. Fabulous service and makes use of the wonderful technology we have available now. Totally. It's great. We love it. Dr. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and sharing all about this wonderful service that you have, AirVet. I wish you immense success. I love it. And um, you're also, tell people a little bit about your radio show on Pet Life Radio. So every Sunday morning, well, it's Sunday, depending on where you are. I'm here in Los Angeles, so it's 9 a.m. my time, noon in uh, the East Coast, Central Time, it, uh, it's at 11, Mountain Time, it's at 10. And uh, so we are a live call-in radio show. And I like the key really is call-in. We're, we're live on Zoom. And uh, it's we love it because I get to talk, you know, it's like, well, we say, let's talk pets. I'm the kind of guy that if I go, if I'm on an airplane, which has been uh, not very recent, uh, though I did go to Park City, Utah, but uh, I haven't really flown like I used to fly to, to when I travel, when I speak. And I'll sit next to somebody. Some veterinarians don't like to say they're veterinarians because they know that all they get the whole flight. If the person's a pet parent, all they're going to want to do is talk about their pets. I love it. I cannot get enough. If I can help people with their pets, that's kind of what I'm here for on the planet to do. So I do it. So um, that's how I feel about my show. Let's, uh, you know, with, you know, calling, talking to me live on Zoom here on Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And um, that's what we do. But you can also, we have a toll-free call-in number. You can do it as well. So anytime you want to join me, anytime you have questions, anytime you, if you want a subject discussed, you know, I, I find out, Michelle, that a lot of pet parents will go to the vet the vet will diagnose something and owners just don't have enough information and the vets are too busy or don't have the time to really explain it. That's why we're here on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Let me help you through it. I know that the live is is immensely helpful and one of the great advantages because none of our other shows are live. But if somebody misses it, your shows are also on Pet Life Radio for people to listen to. Right. And they can always go, they can look at old shows. And also, you can always reach me at drjeff at petliferadio.com. Ask me questions. I love to answer questions to help you with your pet problems. And uh, just uh, hit me whenever you can. Thank you so much, Dr. Jeff. And uh, till next time, because I know we'll be talking again at some point soon. I love talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. And thanks for having me. And uh, we will hopefully, like you said, see you soon. Well, everyone, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of Best Bets for Pets. I just learned so much. And for everyone listening, please download AirVet. 
it is a wonderful app to have and have it handy if should you ever have an emergency with your pet have to you know want access to veterinarian telemedicine is where it's at so just find the AirVet app on google play or on the apple store and i want to thank my guest dr jeff for coming on best bets for pets thanks to my producer mark winter for making me and my guests sound amazing thanks to everyone listening for keeping best best for pets on pet life radio for we're going on in our 11th year and uh thanks to my pets for making me glad there's air bed <laughs> thanks to molly and charlotte and dennis and nikki and jethro and sammy now keep listening we have some more great products coming up let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com